Father Houston Okonma. That's how that's got a ring to it. I love it. Yeah. Have you gotten used to it already? Kind of. Father Houston? It depends. It depends on where I am, really. Um, if I'm in a more public situation, sure. Uh-huh. I'm definitely used to that. But if I'm in a private, maybe one-on-one kind of thing or in an office setting, if someone say, hey, Father, Father, I might just keep looking away and not knowing <laughs> that they're actually talking to me. Oh, me. Oh, I guess I'm the only guy here that's a priest. Do you turn when somebody says deacon still? Because it's I, been a year or so? I I probably do. Probably do not as much, though. Probably not as much. No, but priest. Yeah. No, go ahead. Yeah, but I, I think I wanted to be Father Houston so much that, you know, Deacon Houston, that was just kind of, I was ready for that title to, to kind of go away. But technically, priests are still deacons. Correct. A priest is a deacon. Every priest is a deacon. Every bishop is a priest. Every pope is a bishop. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. So you 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 can still do those deacon jobs like during the mass and um in in a lesser capacity maybe maybe if I'm not serving that kind of stuff. Okay. And yeah, I guess a priest could, but he would still be vested as a priest. Yes. Yeah. That's cool. So have you do you slap yourself in the face sometimes like I'm a priest. I can't believe it. This is <laughs> sometimes actually when I'm when I'm driving when I'm confecting the Eucharist or if I'm if I'm at the altar, I'm in the presider's area. Um, I might look for someone else to start the mass. Uh huh. Then I'm thinking, oh, there's no one else to do it uh, but me. <laughs> <laughs> so you're on your, for lack of a better term, victory tour yeah, right now. I am on a victory tour. After your ordination, where did you? Yeah. Where'd you go around to? Uh, where did I go? So I celebrated my first mass at my home parish, St. Christopher's Catholic Church. I saw uh, that online. Yeah, that nine o'clock fantastic. mass. That was nice. Had the school choir sing for me. Tons and tons of guests from all over came. Uh, tons and tons of priests from all over came. Uh, it was a fun time. It was great. It was wonderful. Um, it was, I can't, I don't remember the itty bitty particulars. I think I was still on a high. Uh-huh. Uh, so many things were happening and going on. Um, and then in the evening, I celebrated Mass at, at uh, St. Anthony of Padua in the Woodlands. And that was still on another high. Wow. And that was at 6 p.m. That's wonderful. fantastic. And was your family there for all of those masses? Or? Uh, they were there for the first one. The f- um, I didn't expect them to be at any other one because we were so tired. <laughs> and uh, with all the ordination festivities, it was it expended a lot of energy, that's for sure. So that home parish of yours, the one that, that we saw online for your first mass, is that the altar that you stood behind? Yeah, it sure is. It how did, sure is how the did very that, same altar. How did that feel? You know, this is so, you know, um, for those who don't, who didn't watch your previous interview, Mm -hmm. this is the altar that you stood behind during CCE class. And that's the first thought that you had of being a priest. Mm -hmm. So what was that like going back there as a priest this time? Yeah, I I just thought, oh, wow, there's people behind there. (laughs) (laughs) It's actually filled. The lights are on. Uh And um, I couldn't get caught up in that. I was still on a cloud to really think back to when I was little, but. I just noticed that there were people, the lights were on, there were other priests around me and something needed to be done by <laughs> in the next two hours or in the next few minutes. Uh-huh. And that was um, offering up the sacrifice. It it was beyond words could, could ever imagine. I just wanted to make sure at that moment that I did everything right. 
that you every word invalidate every the mass exactly exactly <laughs> exactly fortunately that's where kind of the uh, the practice and things that become second nature that's kind of when those things just kind of uh, fit in the last time we saw you we were uh, we interviewed you as Deacon Houston. Correct. It was pretty much the height of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Lots of things were still on lockdown. There was yeah. a lot of, you know, um, we talked about, you know, you kind of getting shortchanged with your diac in the ear a little bit. Yeah. So what has happened since then? It's been kind of interesting. I've been reflecting upon that, uh, all the love that St. Faustina particularly has shown me. But if I, if I kind of come down to the realization of it, I'm, I haven't been here as long as the other guys were, uh, the other deacons uh, before me. I've only been here um, during the Christmas break uh -huh. for a month, uh, a week during Holy Week, um, a week, maybe about a month during just before getting ordained a priest. Um, so my stints have been small, but quite impactful. Um, just for me to experience the love of people uh, diving deeply into ministry uh, as a deacon and being here, I guess, every day for those little stints. Um, so it's, it's, it's been remarkable. You know what I think it is, is during the whole pandemic, people have looked more towards the, the positive things. And you've been at St. Faustina during those high times, mm. Christmas mass, oh, we're, you know, exactly. you know, all of these masses, Holy week, exactly. you know, you were here. And I think people were just kind of itching for a win, yeah. something to celebrate. Yeah. And seeing you and and uh, Father Joseph, who was also here for a time. For sure. Both being ordained is just a huge win for the parish. Yeah, it's, it's been excellent um, to be under the auspices uh, of Father Dad. Just even, even living in the rectory itself is just a quite serene, awesome uh, experience. Um, just to be able to live in true community, true genuineness, and then serving here at the altar or preaching, um, sharing and learning from one another. Um, it's, it's just been a phenomenal experience. I couldn't ask for any better. Let's talk about your ordination itself, your wedding day. Yeah. Leading up to it. Yeah. What was it like? Were you really nervous? No. Not at all. <laughs> I wasn't nervous. Were you like, let's I, just get I, this uh, over with? I, I did want to. I, j I couldn't wait for the Monday afterwards. Really? I, I knew that there was going to be a lot of people. Uh-huh. Uh, more than I could count. And I knew that there was just going to be a whole lot of activity with, uh, in and around the whole celebration. And I just wanted the time which, where I knew that I'd be able to rest and just kind of pause and kind of relish in the gift that God himself has given me. Um, throughout the time, I think leading beforehand, um, I did feel a great level of tension. I knew this is what I wanted to do. Um, I was very certain with that. I was uh, ready and willing to welcome that, but I knew with all the external properties and just the many people, the many things, the many celebrations, the many expectations, uh -huh. uh, that definitely kept me on edge. So I was just kind of vigilant and making sure I put prayer first and just re making sure I was balanced all the way through. Because this is one of the biggest things for the Archdiocese since the whole pandemic started. Correct. Because And... And the timing of it as well. A few weeks earlier, the CDC had their new guidelines. Okay, if you're vaccinated, you can go maskless indoors. Yeah. And then a, a week later, the Archdiocese 
change the the, re, the regulation or restrictions. Correct. And then we have this big event Correct. that everybody's itching for to happen. And you are one of those that's in the center of it. Correct. Correct. So no cold feet. No, no, cold, all. no cold feet. No cold feet. I mean, those who know me well would probably agree with um, the following statement. I would prefer a nice, intimate um, uh, ordination. Have my family, have the bishop, uh, witnessing priest be available. And we just kind of enter into this nice and quietly and calmly. Uh, that wasn't the case. <laughs> you can't you can't elope as a priest. <laughs> can't you elope. Can, can't elope. You, you can't drive to Vegas <laughs> with <laughs> with the cardinal and say, Cardinal, let's do this let's in do Vegas this. real quick. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that would have been that would have been, uh, uh, been nice. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting you to say the word nice. <laughs> maybe not in Vegas. Maybe somewhere in a parish in Houston. But yeah, that would have been great. Um, but no, the. It's it's extremely obvious the priesthood is not um, sure it is it is given to me, uh -huh. uh, but it is not my own. Um, it, it's for the people. It's for the public. Um, the my original guest list. I think we were limited to one hundred or one hundred fifty. Uh -huh. So all the initial invitations were already sent. All the priests that we were given a certain limit to that they were already invited. Um, the the new restrictions, updated restrictions, or yes. lack thereof, definitely just kind of. Uh, made it a, a very packed house. I couldn't guide, I couldn't <laughs> guard, I couldn't limit, I couldn't do anything like that. So it was just get ready for for all the activity. So you wanting smaller events, something a little more intimate. Yeah. Did you walk into it, see all the people and say, wow, this is a bit much? No. No? I, I kind of saw it coming. <laughs> oh, so you were prepared I, I for it. it. I was, uh, I was, no, I, one could not be that prepared. <laughs> So what does it feel like walking in there? Because this is, among all of the priests that we've had on the show, Yeah, you're the freshest one yeah. right now. Yeah. So you have like the clearest picture. Mm -hmm. What does it feel like? I, I felt like, okay, let's go get it. I didn't, um, I knew, I knew there, there were a lot of people there um, ready to pray and support with, support uh -huh. us. Uh, for me, I was just thinking, um, well, you know, now's the time. Let's channel some inner peace and let all the graces that I could experience in this moment be present to me. Uh -huh. And so I tried my best to block out all the externals, all everyone cheering and yelling. Uh, I just just <laughs> wanted it to be just uh, a time of peace uh, between Jesus and what he willed for me and just to experience that. Could you feel your legs where you're a little wobbly or? Oh, there's a lot to be said about my legs during the, during ordination. Really? Yeah. Um, if I'm not sure how many people were able to see it online, uh -huh. um, but during the prayer of ordination. Okay. Um, and let me backtrack. I knew that my knees may have some difficulty during ordination. So I went ahead and bought knee pads. Okay. So under, uh, here's a little trick. I, I, under the, uh, my alb and of course the chasuble that was placed on afterwards. Yes. Were knee pads. Okay. Right. A, attached to my, um, uh, suit pants under all of the vestments and stuff like that. Okay. So I had that taken care of because I knew that we'll be uh, kneeling a lot longer with yes. laying on of hands and yes. everything like that. Um, however, I caught a cramp. 
maybe a third of the way through the prayer of ordination. Oh, no. Uh, so after all of the um, imposition of hands uh -huh. uh, by the priests, the was the prayer of ordination. Um, we remained kneeling. Um, I believe Chad, Father Chad was on my left. Um, Father Joseph, I believe, was on my right, but on the other side of the altar. Uh -huh. um, everyone was just kind of kneeling peacefully. This is awesome. This uh -huh. is cool. Uh, let's let's just kind of remain calm and let God do his thing. Ah! Ooh. And then, you know, I just felt my knees buckling at that oh, point. Oh, no. Uh, my backside buckling. So everything was just kind of shaking uh, vehemently. And then I thought, okay, I can hold it in. I can hold it in. Father uh, Cardinal, keep on praying. Keep uh -huh. on praying. Keep on praying. You can move a little bit quicker now. <laughs> keep on praying. <laughs> and then I just couldn't hold it. So I thought, okay, I'm going to have to release it somehow. So yes. I placed my left leg at a 90 degree angle. Uh, okay. Just, uh, it was just, it was upright. So I was okay. definitely kneeling on one leg. Okay. Um, but, and I thought, okay, the pain and the cramping has diminished. I think I'll be fine. So I made the mistake of placing both, uh, uh, of, of putting the other leg, the one that I recently elevated back in the kneeling position. Um, and I think it felt like a minute or, or 10 seconds. I'm not sure how long that was. Um, but nope, cramp came back. It wasn't gone. So I remained, I placed that left leg up at that 90 degree okay. angle again and, and remained in pain for the rest of the prayer. Oh, wow. And how long was that? I, it felt like ages. <laughs> <laughs> Did you go back to the video and take I, a look at I, it? I have not gone back to the video at all. Wow. To, to look at it. I, I don't think the prayer of ordination took five minutes. But it, it, felt, it felt like 20 <laughs> I uh, was in a lot of pain. And what was it like getting up after that? Getting up was like, finally, thank you, God. I know this is, uh, he gave me what I needed. Just uh -huh. a good dose of humility. Like never remember, never forget that uh, the priesthood <laughs> uh, is definitely going to be a journey and a long uh -huh. journey. And although the rest of the guys are kneeling as they were supposed to, mm -hmm. and you were busy trying to be as comfortable and get rid of the pain as much as you could that the priesthood is not your own did did they know did anyone else know or you I, told them afterwards i think uh I, some guys caught it uh-huh uh, i know my aunt definitely caught it uh i found out that my parents didn't realize it at all i think they were in prayer mode <laughs> I, I think my brother caught it um another seminarian caught it um chad father chad definitely caught it he knew something was wrong I'm not sure about the other guys, but because it was on the other side of yeah, your body. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Do you think now that you we should uh, you know, kind of tell the cardinal um, cardinal, maybe we should do a little yoga and stretching <laughs> beforehand, maybe bring yeah. in a physical therapist, yeah, you bring know? in a PT specialist. Uh, let's get in and let's do some, let's you know, do some stretches, stretch you out like they do with the NBA players before oh, the game. Yeah. Like that would be hilarious. You know, it's like, a, um, you know, are our future priests ready? You open up the door and they're stretching. You've got a PT you know, stretching their legs out. It's like, yeah, we're almost sure. ready. Exactly. Just got a few knots here. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that would have definitely been beneficial. So what a lot of the, the priests that we've asked on the, on the show, they distinctly remember how they felt while they were laying prostrate. Mm -hmm. What was it like for you? Mm -hmm. Just a nice dose of serenity. Um, usually when you're serving the masses, you might think, uh, or even in attendance, oh, this is a long litany of saints. 
<laughs> yes, it, yes, it was very long. Oh, for me, it was quite short. Really? Yeah, but I remember, and I'm kind of weird with this. I'm thinking of all the angels and saints, like, all right, my boy, John the Baptist, all right, pray for us, let's go. Um, it's kind of sort of allowing myself to join into their prayers and submitting myself, joining myself to theirs, and onto Christ who is willing to ordain me. It was quite lovely. It was quite serene. So this, the litany of saints during the time that you were laying prostrate, did you get to choose which saints? We did. We did. I don't remember which ones I chose. I knew I would have selected Peter, uh, but there are some saints that are already normally listed. Yes. Uh, so we, we, we went through a whole bunch of uh, a list of other saints that we would prefer that weren't already listed. Um, I know. So all of us got to contribute two saints each, at least. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's something I was wondering when I was, I wonder if they get to choose mm. which saints. So you did. Yeah. I did. Just a couple I each. A couple each. Um, and, and each would be added into the particular um, distinction of, of, of how they contributed to the church, whether as a doctor, as yes. a holy person. Wow. That kind of stuff. Yeah. That is cool. So before you go in, are you in a room together, just the four of you? Yeah. Do you huddle up? Do so you say we something? Were, uh, no, we didn't. We didn't. And then a lot of us. Uh, so we were uh, we were already just kind of sort of in our own worlds. Uh, we already vested. We already put on our stoles. A lot of us were greeting our family members and friends and uh -huh. stuff like that. Um, and, but we were told to just kind of make our way back to the uh, sacristy uh -huh. to get ready and be ready to process. Uh, the cardinal likes to start things. He's a very punctual fella. Um, he likes to uh, start things on time. Uh -huh. um, so we definitely wanted to make sure we were in line. Uh, but some some of us had friends to come through the door and, and say hi. Uh -huh. and, and, you know, that kind of got us off track. Um, <laughs> and then the procession started and, and we were looking for for a couple of us uh, deacons. Oh, where are we? Where are they? Uh, oh, we're here. We're right here. I <laughs> could imagine, like, I don't know, in my head, and tell me if I'm wrong, I kind of imagine a scene sort of like before a big battle basketball game you know you're just kind of getting hyped up getting yeah. in your head yeah. trying to getting in the right state of mind was that what it was mm -hmm. like no not really not at all <laughs> however uh it wasn't like that for me at the beginning however when the the priest and well the deacon calls the name of the ordinand yes and, uh, and then we we stand up and say present then that's when it's like okay this is let's, it let's let's do this it's game it's, time it's game time yeah that was definitely surreal. Is there anything else that you, of the whole, you know, the whole thing that you just really remember that really sticks with you? That really stuck. Um, there were a whole lot of people coming after mass <laughs> saying hello, <laughs> uh, saying hello, taking pictures, asking for first blessings. I saw a gajillion pictures. There, there were there were a lot of people. <laughs> I, I warned the guys in advance that there would be a lot of people uh -huh. uh, crowding the altar. Uh, so I apologize, guys, in advance. Uh, and maybe what felt like hours later, maybe one hour later, um, the lights of the cathedral were lowered. Uh -huh. There was no one else there. Um, and the last person took a picture and I looked around and saw no one there. Uh, not even the ordinance or the guys wow. that just became priests. None. Just uh, uh, Chris Lavity, uh, the and the lit liturgy office uh -huh. just kind of waiting on me. And I said, Oh, sorry. <laughs> but he knew he, he saw it coming. So he was already prepared. 
uh, that there was going to be a swarm of people ready to greet me and take pictures and receive blessings and stuff like that. Did you have the biggest contingent? I by far. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I, you could you could hear on the la uh, the live stream yeah. the cheering. Oh really? Oh, uh, oh yes, <laughs> you could hear the live yeah the cheering a, a lot. So your parents. Yeah. So we talked in our previous interview about how your parents were not really supportive in the beginning. Yeah. But I saw at your first mass, mm -hmm. how they were beaming with pride yeah. and I could yeah. hear the cheers. What was it like for them? Did they say anything to you in particular? Um, I, I, I think they were, they're still in amazement. My mom surely is. Uh, my dad, my dad's not able to kind of put his emotions in speech. Um, but other than saying like, he's proud and all that, that kind uh -huh. of stuff. Uh, my mom is still definitely in, in, in the mode of shock. Like, how can this uh, happen to me? Um, it's, it's quite a joy. It's quite a humbling, uh, experience. Yeah. I'm assuming that a lot of the people who were, who were cheering were from your home parish. No, no, <laughs> no. Uh, there were a good number there for sure. Uh huh. Um, uh, but, uh, being part of, uh, in, uh, the greater Nigerian community. Oh, yeah. um, it, the many that I know and uh -huh. then even many more that I don't know. Yes. Uh, that definitely was a source of uh, a lot of the cheering. That's why whenever you hugged one of the Nigerian priests, there was a big, yeah, there was a big roar. Roar. I did hear that. And you are now, is it official? Did you look into it? You are now the first American born of Nigerian descent who's become a Catholic I think, priest. I think right? so. I, I think so. At least born and raised here um, to become a priest. There could have been some who were born here and maybe moved to Nigeria. And, but I think uh, the first born and raised uh, to wow. have become a priest. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So that's why and it's a huge thing for the community. For sure. You know, what's maybe not seen is um, because I was born here, I have friends just as Joey, uh, Joseph, Father Joseph, mm -hmm. Father Chad, Father Wayne have just growing up, um, uh, being in school. So we have that normal crowd. Yes. As well as a greater Nigerian community from multiple different communities. Yes. Just coming out willing to support. Um, it was awesome. There's a lot. Wow. There's a lot. Did they have signs and stuff too? I, I sure hope not. <laughs> <laughs> Big things with your face on with it, you know? On it. <laughs> <laughs> and the horns. Yeah, and, and, just, the, and the horns. And, I, and what are those things? Little that clappers. They, yeah, yeah, those little clappers that, that people bring to baseball exactly, games. Right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I'm glad that wasn't brought. Uh, but cameras were there and utilized in abundance for oh, sure. Fantastic. Yeah. So your first mass at your home parish, do you remember anything distinctly about that? Um, there are a lot of, I was very, very grateful for the priest that came. Uh -huh. um, you know, I'm, I'm very understanding that you know, if a priest has, is assigned to a certain flock. Uh, you, you go and be with your flock. You don't need to come to Houston's first mass to support him or whatever uh -huh. have you. I understand that. Cause they're busy, um, but you know, they're busy. I mean, you know, the, the ship, the, the, the flock need care as well. Yes. You know, we have half of this flock here for good. Um, but you know, in the other parts of the diocese, go ahead and take care of them. Um, but to, to see the sheer number, uh, of priests just show up, uh, servers to come in. Uh, people who serve as lector, people to help uh, sing and video. And it was just wonderful. Wow. It was just wonderful. Yeah. At the end of the mass, yeah. you handed your parents something that I didn't know about. Okay. Yeah. It's not really that common knowledge, I guess. I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but could you tell us yeah. about it? Yeah. 
I explained it to my parents dozens of times over the last seven years. <laughs> uh, it never really stuck. <laughs> I think it did about 11, 10 days ago, um, how the, the purple stole um, and the manitergium. Um, the purple stole is the stole that a priest first uses. Well, we use purple regardless for confession. Uh-huh. Uh, but the, very f- the one that he uses for his very first confession is given to the father. Um, that he may use, um, and I say in 200 years when my father passes away, uh-huh. um, and, and he reused it and then he's buried with it. Um, and with the manitergium, the white cloth in which um, inscribed upon it is, uh, you are a priest forever, and then my name on it, Father Houston, and my ordination date. Uh-huh. Um, I wiped the um, sacred chrism that the bishop placed on my hands upon that cloth. Okay. Um, and that cloth is saved and given to the mother and the mother has it wrapped around her hands as well. And they both represent a t- their ticket to heaven in a sense. Um, and this is, this is tradition. This is just kind of, a, uh-huh. uh, like how, how culture, uh, our culture has kind of spread, at least through the priesthood that when presented at the gates of heaven, the parents of a priest, uh, can show this and say that this is what I offered you. Oh, Lord, uh, my son to be a priest. It's their fast pass. Yeah, it's their right? fast pass. It's, it's kind of like walking in and saying, I'm with the DJ. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's awesome. So they can a, present it to St. Peter and say, yeah, yeah, I gave you a priest. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's a very, very lovely tradition. So I could see the, the look on your parents' faces when you gave that to them. Yeah. I mean, wow. Yeah. The, the pride that they have. For sure. For so sure. let's talk. Your future now, mm-hmm. and your parish will now be Saint Vincent de Paul, uh, by, the, by the medical center. It will be on. Uh, it, it's right around the corner of uh, Holcomb, and I believe that's Buffalo Speedway, right by the medical center. Okay, yes. and did you find out the day of, the morning before, I the found, night before? I, f- I found out the day before. Uh, the cardinal um, brought us four together, and we individually met with him, uh-huh. and he said, "This is where you're going." Uh, and I was thrilled. I was very happy, very satisfied with my assignment. Um, no, it wasn't St. Faustina, but, um, <laughs> we had our fingers crossed. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been me winning the jackpot. <laughs> and I, 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 uh, promised made promises of poverty, chastity, and obedience, poverty. So I don't want to win the jackpot in my first assignment, but, uh, <laughs> but I definitely got close to it. It was very good. I was very satisfied. You, you find out. Yeah. Who's privy to the information? Yeah, nobody. Nobody. So I'm, I'm sure the cardinal secretary is privy. Uh-huh. The, the personnel board, sure, because uh, uh-huh. they help uh, the cardinal kind of look at different places where to put people. Okay. Um, in conjunction with understanding the other assignments, um, but yeah, you know, that that information is held reserved to a select few. When are you allowed people. to tell people? I, I am already. I mean, but when, at what point were you allowed? Before the, after the? So by that time, when, upon receiving uh, the assignment, I could tell people. Okay. It was, it was, it was good by that point. Okay. So you couldn't, it wasn't one of those things that you got to keep it secret until the ordination's finished. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So you, you told people already. I did. I did. And people already knew. Uh, Monsignor Bill Young will be my pastor. Uh Um, He, he welcomed me warmly at the ordination as well and said, welcome to St. Vincent de Paul. Thanks, Father. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. Have Great. you been there before? I have. Uh, it's been a few years since I've been there, but I definitely, I saw myself being there uh, at one point. 
Um, it's just a nice, just seems like a great, nice place. It has a school. Um, it's not too far from home. Uh, so it's a wonderful place to start. It's not too far away from my old high school, the Baker High School for Health Professions. So it's, it's, it seems like everything's just kind of lining up. All right. I got to recommend one place to you that's near there. Yeah. It's a Filipino fast food restaurant called Jolly Bee. Jolly Bee. Have you ever been there? Is that on, is it Fannin? I can't remember. Uh, Greenbrier. It's along Main. Like it's along Main, I think. Okay. Okay. All right. So just look up Jolly Bee. Jolly Bee. It's a Filipino fast food restaurant. Their specialty is um, Chicken Joy. It's uh, it's fried chicken. Joy. Fantastic. Oh. Yes. Highly recommend it. I got to try it out. Yes. The, the burgers are a little different because they've got like a Filipino flavor to it. Okay. So it's it's a little different, but the chicken, fantastic. Oh, nice. I'm sure the, the Filipino community there will say, oh, you've sure. got to try Chicken <laughs> Joy over here at Jollibee. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> we know you're a busy guy. Thank you so much for coming I in. I appreciate you. And congratulations. Thank you. Once Thank again, you. Father Houston Ohonma. Thank you. Thank you. Congratulations. And we hope to see you here at St. Faustina. You know, we know you're going to be busy, but yeah. we, we hope to see you every now and then. This is home. I'd love to come back home.